It's Thursday, September 13, 2012. We have a problem when senators representing states with strong solar industries vote against their constituents, and that is exactly what has happened. The U.S. solar industry fights off Republican attacks. Wind turbines distributed across Earth's surface could generate more than 20 times the amount of power currently used by civilization. The U.S. wind industry does too. Plus, it is now official. The Volt is a dog. It stinks. Right wing media fail in attacking the Chevy Volt again. All of that and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Republicans also believe that putting the word clean next to the word coal creates something called clean coal. Good point, Bill Maher. Then again, so does Barack Obama. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Des, I talked about Barack Obama in the opening there and his uh, statement for clean coal at last week's National Democratic Convention. But does Barack Obama really believe there is such a thing as clean coal and unicorns and leprechauns, or is that just something he's he's got to say around election time? Well, since clean coal doesn't actually exist, it seems apparent that he's just trying to get some coal industry support. So if you toss out uh, clean coal, then the right-wingers can't say, hey, he's against coal. They're going to try anyway. Yeah. Well, they will, but maybe this makes it harder? Probably not. Well, yeah, you're right. What do you got for us today? Well, we're a little politics heavy today as campaign season gets nutty, but we do have some cool new science, a fascinating new study that shows wind energy alone could meet all of the world's energy needs many times over. And that's just hot air from Rush Limbaugh alone. How much energy could we get out of wind power? Wind turbines distributed across Earth's surface could generate more than 20 times the amount of power currently used by civilization. That's the study's lead author, Ken Caldera, of the Carnegie Institution for Science. They used computer models to calculate the planet's total potential wind energy generation. There's a huge amount of power available in winds. So then the issues that are limiting the development of wind power, this normal economic issues of cost, as well as intermittency and so on, but it's not a fundamental geophysical limit that's preventing wind power from powering civilization. Yes, well, costs aren't the only thing limiting that. So are Republicans now in Congress. That's exactly right. House Republicans right now are saying they will vote against renewing the crucial wind energy production tax credit when it expires at the end of this year. GOP presidential nominee Governor Mitt Romney and his running mate, Representative Paul Ryan of Wisconsin, also favor killing the wind energy tax credit while they want to keep billions in oil industry subsidies. This uncertainty is already causing job layoffs in the U.S. wind industry. On Thursday on the Senate floor, Democratic Senator Mark Udall of Colorado highlighted job losses at just one wind energy company in Arizona that's already cutting back. The future of this project and the jobs and the clean energy that it will produce are in jeopardy. And that, that's just, it's flat out unacceptable. Let's renew the production tax credit. The production tax credit simply equals jobs. Now the U.S. solar industry is gaining traction. More solar power was installed in the United States in the last three months than in all of 2009. So naturally, fossil fuel-funded congressional Republicans are also trying to undermine America's solar industry as well. They're trying to kill off investment tax credits and incentives that help homeowners and businesses go solar. Well, you know, the government shouldn't be picking winners and losers, unless, of course, the winners and losers are the fossil fuel 
fuel companies. Right. Solar Energy Industry Association President Roan Resch says the solar industry must step up its fight and fight against the fossil fuel industry and its unaccountable super PACs. We have a problem when senators representing states with strong solar industries vote against their constituents, and that is exactly what has happened. Are we going to stand back and let the Koch brothers... Carl Rove and the conservative super PACs push us around? Well, yeah, I think the answer is yes. <laughs> They're going to have to try pretty hard to fight against all that money. Finally, right-wing media is attacking the Chevy Volt again. Does the car have a floor, or is it like a Flintstone thing? It's loaded with taxpayer subsidies. And I'd rather roller skate backwards in the Lincoln Tunnel than drive that thing in. It is now official. The Volt is a dope. It stinks! The new right-wing media myth claims General Motors is losing up to $80,000 on every Chevy Volt. Shocking. Yes, it would be shocking if it were true, but General Motors says the utterly false claim fails on basic business accounting. No business divides the total cost of developing a new product like the Volt by the number of units that they sell just in the first year. See, by that standard, Apple would have lost millions on the iPhone. So GM points out that Toyota's wildly successful Prius also lost money in the first several years, and now it's a top seller around the world. Right-wing media making false claims? I don't believe it. For more on that story and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. While you're there, please consider a donation to help support the Green News Report. And remember, you can download us anytime on iTunes, listen to us on your mobile device via Stitcher Radio, follow us 24-7 on the Twitters, and find the Green News Report and like us on the Facebook. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Not diesel, steam, or gasoline.